Transmissions from the Dark Side is a tongue-in-cheek look at anthology horror, covering adult themes and concepts in very childish ways. Parental guidance suggested. Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 90s horror anthology monsters and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss. With me at the table are my two best friends in the whole wide world. If it isn't Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. Yay! Hi, Matt. Hi, everybody. Hello. Uh, If this is your first time joining us, thanks for giving us a chance. We watch anthology horror around these parts. We've watched all. Tales from the Dark Side. We are in the second season of Monsters, and we took a little diversion and watched Creep Show 2019. It was fun. It was fun. And today we're back in Monsters, and we're talking about the episode Mr. Slobber. It is customary around these parts that we guess what the episode is about based on title alone. Who would like to go first? I can go. All right, Jen, what's your Dark Side guess? Mr. Slobber, a substitute teacher, goes shithouse nuts on students after his name is mispronounced one too many times. (laughs) The only thing that can stop him? A bunch of vowels. That's true. We Um, should say, it's slobber? It's slobber, but it's it's spelled spelled S-W-L-A-B-R. Yes. Slobber. 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 All right. I will will go next. Mr. Slobber. Under the stage name Sprinkles the the Wonderhound, Jonathan Slobber toiled for seven long years under the bulky costume and blistering stage lights of Madame Patty's Barnyard Pals. After receiving an offer to star and headline in a one-man show in Chicago, Jonathan packed up and headed west. What he was soon to learn was that this show was a single performance of dinner theater. And he was the main course. Ooh. Here is mine, Mr. Slobber. Jazz Hepcat Jacob Slobber is the king of the tenor sax. He can heat up a jazz club and the sheets. But when a rival known only as Yanni arrives, (laughs) will Jacob resort to the ancient art of jazz witchcraft? Unfortunately, none of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, please hit us up with those sweet deeds. Yay, guys, we watched season two, episode 15, Mr. Swabler. I'm going to, every time, this episode aired January 28th, 1990. Here is the description from Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Roy Barton is bossed around by his mother, Mrs. Barton, and his teenage sister, Barbie. He finds a toy in a cereal box that 
quote unquote grows when water is added to it. But when he does so, the quote unquote toy turns out to be a living foot high reptilian created. I think that's supposed to be creature foot high reptilian creature named Mr. Swabbler voiced by Rockets Red Glare. Oh, I am so excited for am, you to I tell us about, Rockets, about Red Glare. Rockets Red Glare. This episode is played for laughs rather than horror. Yes. To which I say, no shit. shit. <laughs> uh, directed by Warner Shook. Written by Jules Selbo from a story from Stephen L. Nelson. Got Okay, I'm just going to say right now, this episode shook me to, to my very core. core. And I um, have never I, seen you react so viscerally, viscerally to anything in my life. You straight up, you saw Mr. Slobber for the first time, and we'll get there. But from the moment he appeared on screen, which is about the six-minute mark of this 22-minute episode. I was done. You were done. Yeah, that was it. I am... I, I, you were still shook. On if the you, cover... Can you imagine... We all watched this together before we recorded. I can't imagine if you watched this alone. I don't know if you would have continued. I said at one point that this is the end of the podcast. I don't know... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we should just we just have to do the show like it's a regular day. <laughs> <laughs> just talk about it like it's fine. <laughs> it's not fine. It's not fine. We're not okay. <laughs> but some of us are just repressing so hard. Whereas I really felt a connection to it. Just slapped me in the face. And just grabbed you by your tie and wouldn't. Okay, let's just let's just do it. Give us give us who's in this episode. Okay, so this episode was uh, we said directed by Warner Shook, uh, written by Jewel Selbo. Cool. Uh, they previously worked together on um, other episodes that also featured uh, Kate McGregor Stewart. She played the mom in this episode. She was in School of Rock and Scrooge. Scrooged. She was also in the Shook. Selbo joints, Comet Watch, and Grandma's Last Wish. Oh my gosh. Okay. The pieces are starting to come yep. together. Yes. Uh, Robert Oliveri played Roy. He was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. He was Kevin. He was one of the mm -hmm. aforementioned shrunken children. He was also in Edward Scissorhands as the little brother. And he and I share a birth date one year apart. Oh, wow. Yeah. Danielle Furlan played the sister Barbie. She was Cassandra in Mighty Aphrodite. She was the child star in Radio Days. Oh, wow. um, oh I should also say, but before I get to Rocket's Red Glare, um, the TV book cover this week was Michael Caine and Cheryl Ladd in Jekyll and Hyde. Whoa. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's a a different Jekyll and Hyde. I like to think, I mean, it was probably Michael Caine changing between Jekyll and Hyde, but I like to think it was Michael Caine was Jekyll and Cheryl Ladd was Hyde. Hyde. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I got where you were going. Uh, Simpsons, this was uh, episode three, Homer's Odyssey. After losing his job, Homer <gasps> becomes an anti-nuclear activist. That's where he's on the balcony at the end and he falls into the crowd, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, this is, uh, Betty Lou Peterson's celebrity questions. Nothing really good in this one. Just what's the address of 21 Jump Street? And why is Wheel of Fortune on two different channels with two different hosts? 
What? It is? They had two different hosts. Uh, two different hosts, Pat Sajak on NBC and Bob Somebody on CBS. I thought Pat left the show for a new career as a late night host. Wow, this is a real snapshot of a very small time. Well, he did He did have a late yeah. night talk he show did. for a little while. Sajak. Sajak. After Answer. Dark. The hey, stop it. The daytime wheel with Bob Gowen is on the CBS network, but the nighttime wheel with Sajak still hosting is a syndicated show and can be seen on any station regardless of network affiliation. Sajak dropped only the daytime job where when he signed with CBS for his late night series. So was he also hosting a daytime one? I I guess so. I guess there was two I do remember that there was a daytime wheel when we were growing up because it was right before it was either Opposite prices, right? But it's when they. Oh, use... I never would have watched if it was opposite prices, right? Right, but it's oh, the one. I always watch prices, right? Yeah. When Wheel of Fortune was on in the mid '80s, it wasn't like the cash prizes it is now. Yeah, or... like they had like the store, right? Yeah, you had to pick so from. Weird. That was the daytime one. No, they had it in the night too. Well, I only remember it from the daytime one. Was the store where it was just like, you have $50 left. I, I uh, guess the, I'll The ceramic s- dog. I, guess- I always remember the ceramic dog. And I was always so puzzled as to why no one got that ceramic dog. Because obviously, to an eight-year-old, that was the best prize. It looked like such a good dog. Mm-hmm. A sweet doggo. Guys, let's just get into Rocket's Red Glare. Yes. So Rocket's Red Glare was provided the voice for Mr. Swab- S- Slobber. Slobber. Mr. Slobber. He was an American character actor and stand-up comedian. He died in 2001 at the age of 53. He appeared in over 30 films of the 80s and 90s, including a number of independent films and mainstream films, such as After Hours and Desperately Seeking Susan. He was the cab driver that Madonna stiffs in Desperately Seeking Susan. His birth name is Michael Mora. From 1970 to 74, he spent time in rehab... And in rehab some more, uh, was a resident, became employed as a staff member, um, lived with an actress, uh, in the late seventies, spent most of his time in the East village where he quote, became a permanent fixture in the punk and porno film scenes, worked as a bouncer at the red bar in the East village as a roadie for a band called the hassles with a young Billy Joel and acted as a bodyguard and drug supplier to a punk rock bassist named Sid Sid Vicious and artist-musician Jean-Michel Basquiat. The night Sid Vicious is alleged to have killed his girlfriend Nancy Spungen, Mora had delivered 40 capsules of Dilaudid to the couple's room at the Chelsea Hotel. In his book, Pretty Vacant, A History of Punk, Phil Strongman states that he believes Red Red Glare murdered Nancy Spungen. Red Glare always denied involvement in Spungen's murder to the press, but often, quote-unquote, confessed to the murder within his circle of friends to mixed reactions. Friends like Zoe Hansen took Red Glare at his word, but others like Howie Pyro have cast doubt on Rocket's alleged claims, insisting he enjoyed telling exaggerated stories for attention. Um, Was in uh, lots of stuff with Steve Buscemi, Vincent Gallo, buddy of Jim Jarmusch. And then died from, in 2001, from kidney failure, liver failure, cirrhosis, and hepatitis C. Was morbidly obese and hospitalized. There was a documentary released about him titled Rocket's Red Glare. After Mora's death, obituary writers tried to sum up Mora's life and involvement in the New York creative scenes. The Chicago Reader called Mora a compulsive hustler who became obese once he decided to substitute beer for drugs. 
acknowledged that he was also a gifted raconteur, especially in informal, relaxed settings. And, uh, yeah, kind of goes on about his awesomeness after that. But What? Yeah. The dude who possibly killed Nancy, Nancy Spungen, or at least provided a lot of drugs that fueled it, was also was the guy also in the episode voiced... that broke me. So in the way, I'm Nancy Spungen. <laughs> and this is and 60 this Minutes. Is, <laughs> this is 40 tabs of Dilaudid. 40 tabs of Dilaudid? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah. Just, I don't want any chemicals left in my brain. Yeah. I want them all to be out. <sighs> well, that's a bummer of a tale. Yeah. Family hour, there must be something on. Oh, Crispy Critters, my favorite. Oh. Oh, Sydney, look, it's Monsters, our favorite show. Oh, shh, it's starting. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. The door from the monster swings wide open. We're welcome to a tiny town. It's a tiny town. This is... I have such a soft spot for diorama. If I, I, I've thought, I've wanted several times to like that, have that as my hobby. I want to set up my basement. I want it to be like in uh, Beetlejuice where he's got the full <laughs> setup of the little tiny town and I want a train set and I just want to make little things. And then I buy some packages of stuff. And I'm like, mm, I'm bored. And then I go have some cereal. Anyway, this diorama is great. It's perfect little kid diorama, like milk carton houses, aluminum foil dinosaurs Dinosaurs. everywhere. And near a hill lays a little clay boy. Um, Little lonely clay boy. Oh, there's a little... Hey, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. Oh, my goodness. The boss is here. Clay boy. Down by the dinosaurs. There's a clay boy sitting by the dinosaurs, wondering who sent me to Vietnam. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the factory's closed. <laughs> Wrap it up, boss. Uh, nope, I got another four hours. Ever wonder what happens? <laughs> <laughs> Kids going through a cereal box. A the pluckiest of plucky kids. Comes. Oh, this kid was me, just Mister Smilebright, twenty four seven. Oh, did you just poop in my face? Thank you so much. It's please, okay. Please don't get angry. <laughs> uh. And we hear his inner monologue as his mom is calling down the stairs at him. This is the only time we hear his inner monologue. Yes. So I don't know why this was necessary, but cool. Fully fine. unnecessary. But his inner monologue is basically like, if I could be parentless, I would be. <laughs> if I could just live in this basement. Oh, my God, please let me do that. Just let them die. I don't. Because it, the, See, I, was, didn't th- I didn't think this was a monologue. I thought he was saying this out loud. <laughs> His lips were not moving. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that doesn't mean anything. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, it would have been worse if we would just monologue straight to the camera. <laughs> but for this episode, why not? Yeah. No rules, just right. 
We start with the mom laying into this kid, and you know right off the bat that this mom is a this bitch. Is a this bitch. 100%. Like, there's no sugarcoating it. This no. kid is Cinderella. Yes. Right. He has he has his mom and his older sister who just call down the stairs for him to do chores or bring bring them, them snacks and drinks yeah. or randomly insult him, threaten yeah. him. It truly is Cinderella. So he's down there, and he's like, "Boy, if I could uh, not have parents, I would be the happiest boy alive. I'd lock all the doors." Inside. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'd lock all the doors inside me and put up all the walls and it would just be quiet. <laughs> Meanwhile, this mom is screaming about Reverend Jenkins and you better be nice to you Reverend Jenkins. You gave him the stink eye last time. You gave him the old stinkaroo. We hate you. We don't know why you were born. If I could murder you with my hands, I would. <laughs> Mommy, what's a Gagorshin? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, What's a Gorga? <laughs> so he is going to treat himself to a little cereal. He's come down. You know, after a day of being browbeat. <laughs> you just want to be alone with food if you're anything like me. If you're anything like me. Uh, you want to buy a bunch of records <laughs> and, and maybe house an entire package of something. Because <laughs> then you can just feel like you've completed something today. Oh. When I when I stand up from uh, from mowing on food, and I feel my body go, oh, I know I've done it right. Well, this kid takes that advice and just wants to crack open a hot a nice pack box of, of Wonder Pops, which is definitely a cereal and not the most <laughs> insane package we've seen. So Wonder Pops. <sighs> I'm imagining it's like life cereal. Hey, Mikey, he likes it. It has a a boy ish, like it could be a girl. I don't know on the on the box eating the cereal, but there is something drastically wrong <laughs> with what's going on with this kid's head. We all wrote down what it looked like this kid was wearing on this their head. This was the first moment of concern in this episode. It was like. So the box was wrong in a way that it was – I had a sense of foreboding. It wasn't just like the art is weird on this package. It's like something bad is going to happen during this episode. Well, my first thought was why is this kid wearing a jellyfish on his head? Yes. That was the first thing I thought. So how did you guys – what were the other – because we all decided I, to write down descriptions of this box. Well, I wrote down a description of the boy and not the box. Oh. <laughs> I just said Space George Washington is a boy screaming into the void. <laughs> right before he takes a big fight. Yeah. Of ah! I just described it as, oh, the serial companion to U2's war album. I also wrote, it looks like he's wearing a confused face hugger. Because <laughs> it's just on his on head. His, it's on yeah. the top of his head. Inside the box of Wonder Pops is the toy prize, which is the only reason you even bothered getting the cereal. And it, it looks like a green capsule. Yes. It yes. says, drop me in water and, and watch, watch me, me grow. grow. Classic. Sure. No problem. Now, did you ever have one of those toys when you I were a kid? I always wanted one of those toys. I think it was one of oh, those things God. that my mom said was, was dumb. 
I, I and think... then she threw things down the stairs at me, and then I cried into my train set in the basement and wished no adults were real. Oh, no. <laughs> Is that why this episode <laughs> broke you? <laughs> I really Do you have it. a swabbler at all? <laughs> yeah, a bit of a swabbler. So here's, here's my thing. He pops this in whilst his sister comes downstairs. Barbie. And Barbie is another this, this bitch. bitch. They've doubled down because yeah. they've gone the Cinderella route. Mm-hmm. They've gone the wicked stepsister and the wicked mother all at once. For I, I will say we have seen some episodes where the the bitchy mom or the, the shitty sister haven't been as much fun. This episode was insane, but it was it was fun. Like the actress playing the sister and the mom, I still thought did a good job with the insanity. Like I liked this sister, even though They're, it was so insane. If you tilted this episode five degrees, it's by Tim Burton. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like it needed a little bit more askew in the world. Yeah. And black and white stripes. Yeah. But like, it really is very Tim Burton yeah. what happens in this episode. Yeah. Kind of there's a moment that I'm like the mom comes down and she's downstairs at one point in this episode and she's wearing a muumu and I'm like that's so Pee-wee's Playhouse. Very much so. You know, like just kind of the way they filmed it and the way that it was like nearly a fisheye lens. I describe them as all the people who were mean to the girl in the ZZ Top Legs video. <laughs> Well, this sister is um, trying to be a thirst trap, but she is the furthest thing from it. She is so hungry for compliments from her brother that all she does is she's like reversed negging. Like she's like negging him to compliment Don't her. you like my shoes, you fag? Basically. <laughs> exactly. Like at one point, she's like, I should be a model. Don't you think I could be a model? And it's like, no, no, yeah. no, I definitely not. I definitely, Wait, a model of what? I guess this is the better question. Like, none, none of us are models. Yeah. Like, d- get another dream. <laughs> <laughs> and this bitch won't let it go. She's like, hey, stupid. Stupid. Tell me I could be a model or I'll beat the shit out of you. Which could be something I said to my own brother. I related to this to this terrible sister. I could have been this sister. Really? I was pretty mean to my brother. How old are how much older are you? Like five years. Four and a half. Oh wow. Yeah. That is a weird that's a that's too big of a gap. Yeah. I think sometimes. My brother was three. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Try seven years, guys. Oh yeah. Then you're like (laughs) You're itching for a for a bitching. Nope. Cruising for a bruising. That's what cruising it is. for a bruising is. is this yeah, episode was, broke my brain. That was the Matt Rose story for pretty much my entire childhood. Yeah. Well, it doesn't take much time. And by the way, we've not mentioned this sister's clothes. No, she's wearing. Have you? You know when they when they cover a house to gas it for bugs. <laughs> yeah. With a tent. <laughs> yeah, like in Breaking Bad. Like in Breaking yeah. Bad. But striped and a shirt, and that's what she's wearing. She's wearing an enormous shirt, and she's just a regular sized kid. Uh, but she is wearing a shirt the size of the set. 
with uh, with stripes, mm-hmm. and it's and and she has uh, like a little side ponytail and all this you know wild blonde curly hair, and she's wearing jellies. And oh like, yeah, she is perfectly. They have nailed it. Late eighties, early nineties girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's just come down to the basement to drink out of mom's homemade wine, wine barrel. So, dear listener, we are. Th- Three minutes into this episode, and all of this insanity has happened so far. We've had we've had the boy with the glass bowl on his head on a on a bowl on a box of cereal. We've had Harry Potter essentially. Yep. Before he finds out he's a wizard, and then uh, we've got this sister coming down coming down the stairs, and then she goes, "Wine makes my cheeks pink." It puts color in my cheeks. Oh, color in my yes. cheeks. So the sister sucks. He's just trying to do mom's laundry. And he has to wash, as his mom yells down, his mom's red blouse. The That's most the reverend likes. This is very important. This is the most important thing. So he just grabs a good old box of Wave. Uh, <laughs> Which is... Definitely not, not a box cheer. of all-temperature cheer <laughs> with a piece of tape over it. Oh, wait. It's clearly that. Right. We paused it, and I was like, yep, that's the uh, that's the overset. Fast moving, you would never notice it, but I'm like... But the font is too small. They didn't even bother drawing on like a new... I don't think... I, I don't think in whatever program they used to print things out, they had more than one font. Because it's the same That's font. That's what it came off that, of, like, one of those, like, Avery label makers or something. Yeah. Because it's, like, this teeny tiny font on this giant yeah. box and just an all black cap. La- you just wave. <laughs> um, we, we got Tide. We've got Cheer. We enjoy Wave. <laughs> We're a Wave house. <laughs> um, very wave cleans the proletariat. <laughs> wave, is, wave is sufficient for our needs. Around here, we grab a box of Wave and we shut our fucking mouths. <laughs> wave doesn't ask a lot of questions. He, while he's being berated by his sister, drops this green pellet that will get bigger in water into a vase. Oh, something yeah, like that. Something like that, yeah. And takes it away uh, to hide it because, of course, if he has a source of joy, it they'll will be nip smashed. that in the bud. They'll, yes. they'll, they'll destroy it. And um, while he's hiding this, the sister dumps bleach into the wash. Just to fuck with him, just to yeah. ruin mom's shirt so then she can blame it on him. him. On Roy. Real. On Roy Monia. <laughs> Roy Monia. Now, I'm like, what does the sister want? Does she. Just to be shitty. Everybody just wants to be shitty. All women are shitty in this episode. So I think this is I think this is the point where she goes and she starts smashing his uh his dinosaurs. Right. And he's like, Hey, stop it. This is the one thing I love. <laughs> Meanwhile, because they, it's been like twenty seconds. A lot of bubbles coming up from yes, the vase. We got something, something's cooking here. We got some gurgling and burgling coming out of that vase. And then she is, she leaves. She, wait, no. Whoa. She calls him a flea bite. Oh, that's right. And that's when that's she when, calls him a flea bite because also the vase burps at one point. Yes, and she's like, "How immature! How juvenile!" And I'm like, 
easy. Yeah. This kid you just is... drank wine out of a barrel with a with a soup ladle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not point the elegance fingers, ma'am. She goes she upstairs. Leaves. He is sad. He's sad. He says, "Maybe I am a flea bite." Yeah, is that a thing? Uh, I mean, I, I don't a... recall ever hearing flea bite as an insult. Um, I feel like it's some 1920s insult that only the writers of this show would be privy to. <laughs> Jules Elbow. Yeah. Um, but when, when he says, maybe I am a flea bite and, you know, like slumps his shoulders, the caption said maudlin music. But we didn't even get to the music in this episode. It's, yeah, it's, it, this it, is, it is the shittiest improv show underscoring. It's like <laughs> somebody walks and takes it. Doon, 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 it's it's terrible. Well, get ready because we are about to be introduced to Mr. Slobber. Oh god, this broke Jen. Like, you know what? You know what? I need I need Jen's reaction to oh this. God. Uh, I, I don't know if I can watch any of this again. I'm not going to force you to watch it. Okay. I am going to force you to listen to the audio. Because I no, just... I should watch. We should we should all watch it right now. Because let's just see what this hit me hard, guys. It really did. A lot harder than I was expecting. Yeah, to. definitely. But it's insane, right? It like, is insane. Oh, there's there's no there's no doubt that this is out of its mind. This is a and, but, and more so than anything we've seen on the show, right? Yeah, there is something. Special. He's so wet. He is real. I mean, just grossly wet. I have very few notes after Mr. Swabler shows up. I'm going to be completely honest. I have written, I hate it. This is the most upsetting thing I've seen in TFTDS history. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. This is. Uh... You're such a flea bite. Maybe I am just a flea bite. Think she's a flea bite? Who said that? You got any more lick em up? Facebook and it's like doctors beg you to throw out this one, one product vegetable. and yeah and it's just that thing that looks like a like a like a fleshy toad <laughs> like a pink toad with eyes it's like a fish the, it's uh, like that but it's 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 talking like it's okay well it's it's talking <laughs> this this monstrosity that appears on camera 
looks like the head of a grasshopper put on a shrimp's body into into like a beaker. But it doesn't. It doesn't look like anything that's ever existed. <laughs> no, you know what it looks like, Jen? It looks like it looks like the baby from a racer head. It's so upsetting. Okay. <laughs> but then he goes, Hey kid, you got any more lick em ups? And I died. I couldn't do it. I fell off the couch and I rolled, rolled away. <laughs> <laughs> the only defense mechanism I had against this episode. You basically slow Loris <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> and you know what? It's an appropriate reaction. Seeing it again, I was right to do you it. You <laughs> were in your right mind when you did this. There's too much to unpack. There's like a very... Okay. It, there, is a, there is a slime level to it that is like... Um, when you get... One of those fresh strawberry pies at um, at Big Boy or something, yes, and it's got yeah. that gelatinous, Jelly, yes, that like yes. So it's like that, but green on the outside. Yes, and inside it's just terrifying. <laughs> Jen is disgusted, horrified, and in hysterics. <laughs> Like you are three emotions at once. Like you are so bothered by this. I couldn't describe it if the to like to the police if I if I had to. There is there are very few things on earth that look like this. (laughs) There is a, a there's too much. There's too much to talk about. But once he appears and says, I need more lick ups that is the act break. That's, that's the act break. Okay, I'm going to get it. So there is a full, and this is the tiniest we will ever see, Mr. Slobber. Yes. So let's take a break. Try to pull ourselves together. Because we got a full act. We got a full two acts with this motherfucker. Okay. All right. This is where he is most upsetting, I will say. It's horrible the entire time, but but proto, yeah, proto slobber. Well, he looks like oh no in space balls when the alien comes back. We can find a we can find a commercial in a second. It's <laughs> the mic is picking it up. I man. know. I'm trying to pause it. <laughs> He looks like in Spaceballs when the alien dances across the stage. Kind of. Kind but of. green and shitty. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That's... Like if you, if you gay, if you've ever seen the show Nailed It on Netflix. Yeah. Where they like tell people what it's supposed to be. Yeah. And they give it like the picture of the alien from Spaceballs is what this is supposed to be. And someone would make this, this, and then it would be like, "Why is it green?" <laughs> it would be like, "If they had lime." This sounds so naive to say, but at forty-two years old, I didn't think I'd see anything new ever. <laughs> I've just never seen this. 
guys. This this beat you up from the feet up. All right. Well, let's take a break. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. In the slime bowl around. Try Delta Sororities having their initiation tonight. Yeah, Delta Delta. It's part of the ritual. They make it sound like we're devil worshippers or something. An infraction will require punishment. Pain punishment. <laughs> <laughs> we're only lucky. Gonna break into the bowling alley at the mall tonight. Bring me back some kind of souvenir as proof that you were there. Jeez, this place is weird. Where, where, where? Companies arrive. Somehow never seen sorority oh, babes really? in the slime bowlerama. Yeah, I don't know why. It is. Uh, it is probably my favorite Linnea Quigley role okay. after uh, Return of the Living Dead. Let's see if I got this for you guys. Some some hot for that hats. Now Hordak reveals the most gruesome trap ever. The Horde Slime Pit. The what? The Slime Pit. Now, Spike, you're my slave. Not the slime. Yes, my slime will overpower you. I've been slime. No one escapes the evil Horde Slime Pit. Yes. The evil Horde Slime Pit. From the Masters of the Universe. You put it together. Action figures each sold separately from Mattel. I don't know why I wanted that so badly. Uh, I thought it was the coolest yeah, thing I'd ever yeah. seen. I, I thought it was really cool too. Um, but then I kind of did the like the the math in my head of how many beatings I would get if any of that slime got on any of my parents' stuff. Oh, 100. And it was Nobody... like, no, I'm 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 good with I'm good with going over someone else's house. Matt, how did it go? Well, my friends, <laughs> I had the evil horde slime pit. It's if you ever want to see it, it's right in there. <laughs> no kidding. Um, and let me tell you, I had a comforter <laughs> that I shoved. You have a comforter? comforter you I, had, you, oh, I had. I had previously. I had a comforter that I shoved under my bed. And then for some reason that I don't know, I left the slime out. Sure. Oh, no. So it got under my bed, too. I think what I did was there was a slime jar. Like the slime came in like like a Play-Doh a, container, kind of like a Play-Doh container, and which, by the way, don't let the slime get on anything because it basically is a uh, dust and gunk collector. It's the stuff they sell now to clean your keyboard. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And um, so I just put it in there and then kept shoving things under my bed. Because why? I was a why little. Were, why were his you... kids were disgusting? Because kids were because kids are 
idiot. Because I was an idiot. And it popped the top on it, and then it all got over my comforter. And um, I think vinegar gets it out pretty easy, is what my parents found out. Why are my drippings with goo? <laughs> but yeah, the evil horde slime pit. Wow. It was a, it was a favorite of mine. The, and it said specifically in the instructions, don't use on Grizzlore. <laughs> uh, who because was, he's furry. Because or he was moss furry. Man, or right? moss man. Or moss man. Yep, yep, yep. Because yep, yep, he was like felty. Yep. So could you pull the slime back off or did you have to like rinse them, rinse the slime off? No, like when you slimed a He-Man figure, it would wash over them. And then you would just be able to pull it pull all it off. off. Okay. Eventually, like if you just let it roll, it would roll all off of them. Okay. And then just pool at the bottom. Cool. Yeah, it was a sweet toy. It was a. It was really really fun. Yeah. Um, don't eat super happy fun ball. <laughs> you know, like don't make direct eye, eye contact. contact with super happy fun ball. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. And we're back. I am legitimately tired now. From this episode, this episode, I, I can keep going, obviously, but this episode wore me out like a good cry, like a good emotional, like it's like a, I just left a therapist and really hit something deep. Got it out. Yeah. We, so at this point, Mr. Slobber looks like a mutated ver uh the nailed it version of baby Sinclair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was my description. The discarded first attempt at baby Sinclair or Sinclair. It's baby Sinclair melted into Freddy Freaker. Yes, voiced yes, yes. by Phyllis Diller. <laughs> so let's talk about the subtle nuances <laughs> of Rocket Red Glare's voice performance in this. Hey, uh, hey, you doing it, kid? Where's my lick em ups? Mmm, good lick em ups. Oh, lick em ups. That's that is, funny. That's a real barf, barfy word. But I, I'm like, it's a real trauma choice to put like this. This whole thing feels like a trauma movie. Kind of does. Like the, if it had gotten gooey, more violent, monster. if yeah, the yeah. like the goo at the end melted them, them. and you just saw their yep. skeletons, you you have a trauma movie, and then yeah. the sister shows her tits. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically, make her twenty one. Yeah, and just in the worst skimpy outfit you possibly can. Yeah. Can you imagine a trauma anthology horror TV show? There's trauma TV. I've never seen trauma TV. Oh man. Well, maybe we'll be yeah. sponsored by them later. Well, with a, we'll see. With a trailer. Okay. Now, I'm not trying to, like, bag this puppet, but it really does have chicken wing legs that just kind of, like, <laughs> pop out. <laughs> like, they're going. Like, he wants well, to be sitting crisscross applesauce, but his hip dysplasia <laughs> just means that he's going east and west with them things. Have well, you ever and his, gotten... Uh, like a, I think it's spatchcocked chicken. Yes, where they take the backbone out and then it's just sort of flat, so you can do like a brick chicken or something. Yes, you can do sort of. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like they, 
They didn't bother putting it back on the puppet like they couldn't afford it. So uh, the person's hand will be fine. There are so many of like just loosely move the doll and we'll film it moments in this. It's going to look a lot better on screen, guys. And this this puppet has the laziest eyes. Holy they shit. Are, They're not even googly. No. no, they are just looking in whatever direction they feel like at that moment. And let me just tell you, Roy is lonely because he... <laughs> Holy hell. ...is like, you're my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to leave. Are you going to leave? Why? What do they do? And he just repeats. I wrote down, this is a social worker interview at one point. It is the saddest... <laughs> Roy is being abused. Yeah. This is abuse. And he is like, please don't make mom mad. Where's your dad? Dad's gone forever. Five years ago. He He sends sends his postcards to my school so my mom can't get them. All of this is like, yeah. Yeah, this is bad for you. You need to escape. You need to get out of this situation. Also, do you have any more lick-em-ups? Because I could drink an ocean. Yeah, they, he keeps saying, we can't make mom mad. Don't make mom mad. To the point where I'm like, is she a Hulk? Is she some sort of monster? What? Because there's got to be a real payoff for don't make her mad. It's like, no, she just continues to be shitty. And then right. she'll smash my toys, which she could do anyway. Right. Yeah. She could which do that. she honestly probably did anyway, considering that his most treasured toys are tinfoil. Yeah. At right. Like, point- does she hit him? This is a real nightmare scenario for Roy. But now that he's got Mr. Slobber, things are looking up for Roy. He has a best friend. And things are going to be okay. Things are going to be just fine. There's one point where he has to hide Mr. Slobber. Uh, And we get monster cam. And we get Swabbler vision. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, It's even more upsetting because I'm in his head. <laughs> and all you want is some sweet lick em ups. <laughs> and, and the greatest thing is that they put him in a closet. He's talking to his mom, who's now downstairs. And she's in the moo moo. It looks very much like Pee Wee's Playhouse mm-hmm. type thing. It, 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 there's a campiness that she has that nobody else has. There's a, the the campiness that I enjoyed in Grandma's Last Wish mm-hmm. that I said I, I can't remember. It, it was sort of and and this kind of has that spirit too. With the John Waters kind of John Watersy. Yeah. yeah, like it, it's so many little genre pieces yeah. in here that none of them get honored. Um, <laughs> but she is down there. And then we get this pan, this go back to where Mr. Slobber is, and they open the doors to where he is, and the puppet just kind of falls out, <laughs> <laughs> and they use it, and it's so great. It is such a bizarre <laughs> movement. I loved it. I it was like, this episode got me good. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in for whatever nightmares I'm going to have tonight. Chen, thoughts? 
It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> because nothing happens in this episode other than mom and sister are terrible. Roy is sad. Mr. S- Slobber says, why are you sad? And then he just sort of. Mr. Like, he like, really does Freddy Freaker. He does. He, he just he does. Freddy Freakers around. He Freddy Freakers around. And gets and a he, little bigger. And his solution to Roy's problem is mouthing back to this ill-equipped to handle feedback mom. Oh, and of course, yeah. And then mom thinks that Roy is saying it because, of course, she does. And then she's going to. There's, I'm sure that an act break happens again at some point. I don't know where it is because I stopped taking notes. Uh, it is right after they start killing his dinos. Okay. Uh, so uh, did we mention that Slubber fell in the bo- the barrel, the uncovered barrel oh, of God, dandelion wine? Dandelion homemade wine barrel. Oh. It's, it's good. Lick them up. Good lick them up. That's my favorite. What a terrible thing. What? The, that they're leaving an no, uncovered. No, Mr. Slubber. Just Mr. Okay. Slubber. Just- <laughs> what a terrible thing. Ah. Uh. Do you want to just go to an act break? Well, let's let's just do it like this. The sister is like he's a piece of garbage. The brother, not Mr. Slobber. No, nobody cares about Mr. Slobber at this point. Yeah. So basically Mr. Slobber mouthing back to the mom has caused a lot of problems. They're going to go outside and they expect... Ice cream sandwiches. Ice cream sandwiches and cheer they wine. They get them out of the freezer as they're going up there. What a bunch of bitches. And that's Mr. Slobber's main point. Yeah. yeah. He's like, fuck these hoes. Yeah. Let them <laughs> let them do it themselves. We're going to just be here. And to let you know that I mean business, Roy, break one of your sweet, sweet aluminum I think they break foil. a couple of them. Well, is this, has he ruined the blouse yet? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so the blouse is ruined. The sisters come down there, and the mom threatens Roy that no matter what he, if he says another word, I'll ruin one of your dinosaurs. And he says three words, they get ruined. The mom leaves, and then the sister ruins another one. Mm -hmm. She leaves, and that's an act break. Yes. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Sorry, Mom, I wasn't listening. You were going to wash all your grungy soccer gear in the same temperature, right? Right. Wrong. But the mud's the same. But the clothes are different. So? So, cheer listens. Why don't you? It listens to what? To your clothes. Oh, come on, Mom. Shh. Didn't you hear that? What? Your shorts just asked for a detergent that cleans and hot. They did? Sure, if you want to get all this mud out. And what did my jacket ask for? One that cleans and warm. And I suppose my shirt... Cold or it fades. I need three detergents. No, just one. All temperature cheer. See? Hot, warm, cold. This grunge and cold? Come on, Mom. Wayne, do you ever listen to anything? Oh, yeah. Rock and roll, country, Mm -hmm. rhythm and blues. See your shorts, your jacket? How about that shirt? Where's the mud? Now will you listen? Hey, Mom! Three temperatures, one great clean. That's today's all-temperature cheer. Wow. Why did he walk away and say, hey, mom? Because <laughs> he wasn't paying attention. That's the point, right? Like, Maybe the all-temperature cheer is the problem. Maybe 
that broke this episode too. Like something mm. particles of it got into the air and made everyone insane. All right, here's my guess. They all did bumps of all temperature cheer. <laughs> wave. <laughs> all temperature wave. And Provided then, by Rockets Regler. <laughs> most temperature wave. <laughs> uh, well, wave can handle most, most temperatures. temperatures. <laughs> okay, like, can it do cold? Yeah, don't look into it. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> well, okay, can it do hot? Water? <laughs> yeah, what are we putting in this uh, laundry machine? Now you're talking. <laughs> wait, wait. So we're talking because I'm putting something into a laundry machine? All temperature. I Not not all, never all. I, that's not legal. I'm not bound to your man's never laws. All, ne- never all temperature Wait, wave. Hold, hold on. Whose laws are you bound by if not man's laws? Look, are we going to wash some laundry or not? All right. 86. <laughs> 86. Salute. Let me make. Let me make sure. I look, can. I can't. So this trademark twenty three skidoo. I can't say it no more. Eighty six. Salute. <laughs> oh, this stroke I'm gonna have. Oh God. Ah, oh, fuck me. That is a brilliant. 86 Slew, you are touched by an angel. <laughs> Look, are we going to wash the jackets or aren't we? <laughs> I guess we're back. Oh, and we're back. Let's uh let's take this train straight into the station. We have a real sad Roy. Yeah. Uh and um we also have a really drunk slobber. Trunk slobber is the worst slobber. Was he drunk? Was he any different than he was before? Yeah. He was hiccuping, remember? Uh, well, I'm sorry. He was being shook from behind <laughs> and going, hook, hook. I'm going to be perfectly honest with both of you right now. I don't have a lot of information on the third act because I did hide behind a pillow for most of the time. That's okay. Here's the basic gist. Mom and sister yell for more snacks. Yes. Slobber's like, fuck them hoes. Make them come down here. Oh, he sets up the trip the trip and line. He sets yes, up he the sets trip, the trip line. line. Slobber sets up a trip line. Roy's like, no, that will murder them on this cement floor. You don't know how physics works, Mr. Slobber. <laughs> Roy Monia. He doesn't care. <laughs> so Roy tries to untie the trip line. And the mom sees it and thinks that he's tying the trip line and, and then more punishment will more ensue. punishment will ensue. So now Slobber's had it and he's just like, you're crazy. And the mom's like, what is down here? Do you have a dog down here? And this this is not maddening. This is. Yeah, I, I wrote. Do <laughs> they not understand that dogs dog don't works. talk? <laughs> well, at one point, at one point, the sister goes. Here's Slobber say, you're an idiot, or something like yeah. dumb yeah. like that. It goes, is that a 
<laughs> it's like, yeah, he has talking rats down here. The only, the only of their many stupid sayings that make any sense is he's throwing his voice. It's just nonsense. Anyway, the mom's great idea is I'm going to grab this hose. I'm going to put this nozzle on it, and I'm going to spray, spray the that, basement. I'm going to spray that puppy to death. <laughs> Which I'm like... I'm going to spray that puppy so he stops talking. Right. That is... <laughs> That's the logic. So everybody does a does a bump of most temperature wave. <laughs> they grab a hose. They they screw on the, the nozzle. And they they're spraying. She is spraying a door. Yeah, like like a like a barn door type of thing with slats in a basement. Yeah, in a basement that Mister Slobber is standing behind. And it's like most of this water is going on this door. I mean, it is. She's expecting to drown an animal by watering a door. Yeah. I I was incensed. I was like, "This makes it's not no like he's sense. in a bucket or something. It's not like right. There's no pooling of water. You're spraying water into the rest of the world. You're getting at worst in her mind. What she would be doing is getting a dog moderately wet. wet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, are you using moderately wet wave? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For clothes that have kind of seen in a, a washing machine. The sister, the water. Okay, so everything quiets down. The sister goes, you got him. Got him, mom. I don't know if she says that. Something along. Let's watch it. Yeah, I know she goes to check. She goes to check. And guess what? Chizzes on her. They throw a bucket of ultra slime on her. Yes, basically she gets roped. (laughs) Why do they? Why is he sliming now? We have we have more questions to come in just a second. Okay, I'm because then the mom goes to see what happens, and she gets slimed. Is this when we see what um? Is this what we when we see what he looks like as a full grown adult? Yes. It then pans back to to Butterball the Cenobite as a dinosaur. <laughs> oh, you, you mean that green eyed sackcloth? <laughs> you have no nothing. words. I have no. This thing. should we bring up a picture so you can see, or would it kill you? Would it? Would that be the end? You can try. I'm just going to start sobbing and mumbling. <laughs> Eighty six. Well, they salute. S- they start at its webbed feet. They it's wearing like flippers. They go up. It's obvious just a dude wearing pants, <laughs> and then it gets to the top. These monsters it- are terrible, but this is some terrible puppet construction i'm sorry i'm sorry i know somebody worked on this but you did not do a good job your puppet was bad and you should feel yeah bad. Oh, I'm this sorry, is a buddy. real nailed it puppet man it is it is <laughs> well the anyway. eyes the eyes my my grandmother 
who also who had a lazy eye, but she would always describe it as one eye on the cross and the other on St. Peter. That was... <laughs> Because That's a very Catholic way to explain it. It's a very Catholic it. way to explain a lazy eye. I don't know why I need to share that. Feel free to... Whatever. Okay. Well, goodbye. <laughs> My planet now, needs me. <laughs> here, so that is, that is a fade to black moment. We fade back in and we see that a model of slobber... Has been made. <laughs> we, uh, by the way, on our Facebook page, make sure if you have not seen this episode that you come over there and check out some of the pictures of Slobber. Um, you will not be disappointed. Oh shit! I have guys. What? How could we be saying Slobber this whole time? And not realized that this is all tangentially related to Slimer from Ghostbusters and it's their attempt to make a cute character. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Well, he, I think she even wow. says he slimed me. I'm, I'm pretty sure wow. that she says that. How yeah. did I miss that? I don't know. I, you're slipping. I'm just, <laughs> shut the <laughs> Front door. <laughs> you are not. Where is your? This is Slimer, Matt. Come on. <laughs> it's Slimer. Yeah. Yeah. They added an extra layer to it of insanity, but they wanted to make Slimer. Okay. <laughs> we come back in the. Uh, so I have so much problem. Is so is many this, problems. Is this the same? This is the same day then. Right. That's my question. So you're so, meaning it is, to it is the same day. So you mean to tell me, Mr. Slobber slimes these two women? Were they uh, tied up? No, no. So let's just describe the scene. Here's the scene. Everything's back to normal on the train play table. play table. Mr. Slobber is drinking a pop, saying, "That's good, lick 'em ups." The voiceover says, well, that my mom spraying him was as big as he got because he's drinking more and he's not getting any bigger. The camera pans in and now there is a Mr. Slobber and the little boy in the playscape pans out. There's a train going and then you pan to the mom and the sister who are making train noises for Roy. Credits. Covered in slime. Woo. And I'm like, so you mean to tell me they get slimed and instantly change into subservient Roy? Well, I yeah. thought that they were afraid that, that they they lived in fear now of Mr. Slobber. I guess. Ooh, who knows? I, but they're also still covered in slime. They're covered in dry ultra slime. I don't, I, don't, I don't even think it was dry. I think they still looked kind of wet. None of that made sense. None. Terrible. Final thoughts. Would you change anything? Are we going to the writer's room? Well, we're going to go to the writer's room, but was there any... Sorry. Was there any final notes that you guys had about the episode? 
Mom hoses down. Just let this episode wash over you. Oh, perfect. 86 salute. Um, let's go to the writer's room. Is there anything that you can do to fix this? From a writing perspective. That's the thing. From a writing perspective. What's with a different with a different puppet, it's just a mediocre episode. <laughs> with the puppets that we got, it's well, a different you, level. We did not mention earlier in the episode during the bonding between Roy and Slobber. There's a moment where Roy goes, where are you from? I don't know. How big do you get? Who knows? <laughs> so weird. <laughs> do, you, do you all come from, oh God, Wonder Pops boxes? Eh, Maybe. Some of us. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like a slobber network out there. There's a lot of unanswered questions. All right. I. You'd have to start over whole cloth because nothing makes sense because this means that there's a serial conspiracy putting slobber slime men into children's cereals but aiming them at orphan boys <laughs> like it's like a weird adjunct to the masks in halloween three season of the witch but this, but, but there, this actually goes piece. to the children that deserve a. There's Hot another meal. piece that I would have believed if I were to rewrite it, make it more like Jordy, Ve- you know, the mm-hmm. Jordy Verrill, the the ballad Jordy Verrill, mm-hmm. where there's something that lands in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, there's an alien that comes in, and he is, he has a problem with his mom and his sister. Mm-hmm. But then this thing hatches or this thing needs water, whatever it is, at least that kind of explains it better. I don't know. But then there's still these – the mom and the sister are so over the top, awful to him, yeah. that it needs to – it either needs to be worse. Yeah, it could have been ramped up. I think they were with all the talk of how horrible the mom was going to be. I mean, do you she, think it would crumpled your toys? Do I, you think that it would have been better if, like, in the next scene, he had like a black eye or like? Well, if you I always to think it'd it be up. better when it no. <laughs> <laughs> in a way, yes. Okay, like he doesn't get to see the light of day. They keep him in the basement, like. He went into the backyard and found this thing, and he keeps it as his pet, and they're going to get rid of it, and it doesn't like that. I think that's been done a million times, but it would have been... This was like Mac and me. That's what I thought. (laughs) It's bad. It is... Mind-boggling. I don't know if I want to recommend for people to watch this because I, you have to watch this. I, it's 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 like an endurance thing. See if you can make it through the episode that broke Jen Hansen. I feel different now. Yeah, the colors are brighter. <laughs> the world is 
more alive. I can feel most temperatures now. <laughs> I think it's a must if you watch. Say, I was going to say, if you say this is a must watch, I'm going to slap you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, if you watch anthology horror and you have seen as many as we have, this is as weird and as bad as it gets. Yeah. Um, you don't have to watch it if you don't feel safe, though. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you're psychologically safe before watching this episode. Take care of yourself. Just check in if you need a friend there or... Um, <laughs> Jen, give us a scale. Uh, it's a uh, scale of uh, one to ten boxes of most temperature wave. So, on a real episode scale, this is about a three, three, three and a half. I don't know how to rate it. It's like a K. Like it's it's on its, <laughs> it's a own question mark because I'm saying yeah because there's another part of me that's like for insano bonkers bonkers yeah nutso it's, it's a, a 10. ten it's as high as you can go it, yeah on a scale of one to ten this is a piece of fruit yeah like <laughs> this exactly is right. exactly it this is that's why I'm saying it's a must watch because it doesn't unrelenting. <laughs> From the moment that slobber appears, and by the way, the way that they spell slobber is just why is it even pers- spelled that way? Yeah, it, it could have been S L O B B E R, and we 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 would all be like slobber, but they spelled it S W L A B R. S W. Why? 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 No reason. Yeah, I. I have to find out more about this. Jewel Selbo, you need to let us know why. (sighs) You can get in contact with us at T for the Dark Side on Facebook and Instagram. TFTDS pod on Twitter. We're T for the Dark Side at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This episode is insane. We hope you like it. Guys, did I forget anything? Hold your children tight. (laughs) I'm just going to take you upstairs, get you some soup and a blanket. (laughs) We'll just see you next week. Bye. 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 Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Belly Ink Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTDS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight. You know that moment in the Matrix where they pull they pull the thing out of Neo 
And he's like, holy shit, that thing was real. That's how I felt the second time I saw it. <laughs> it's like I forgot. And then I was like, oh, my nightmare was true. 